There's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. Hey, moms. Today, we welcome the ultimate cool mom, Aisha Hatter, to the mom group chat. Aisha started building a following online, sharing her fabulous single girl life in NYC, and is known for her honesty and authenticity. All of those things have continued to shine through her content as she transitioned into life as a single mom unexpectedly. Aisha offers such a refreshing outlook on motherhood and specifically single motherhood. We talk about embracing life's curveballs, manifesting the life you want, maintaining a sense of self in motherhood, and dating as a single mom. This is such a fun and uplifting conversation. Please enjoy our convo with Aisha Hatter. Welcome, Aisha, to the mom group chat. We have been so looking forward to chatting with you on here because truly we are all obsessed with you and your content. You are hilarious and so real the way that you share your life online, the way you share your daughter and motherhood. It's so, so refreshing. Uh, and your outlook on motherhood and specifically single motherhood is really nice to see. I feel like you don't see that a lot online. So I'm so excited for our audience to hear your story and get to know you a little better. So welcome, Aisha. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So just to give the audience a little bit of a background, Aisha, Shannon, and I went to high school together. So you are... Go Jags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all girl, all girl Catholic school club forever. Yes. So we go way back, but you have had such an interesting like journey into motherhood and you've shared so much of it online. So tell us a little bit about you, who you are. Tell us about your daughter and how old she is. Just give us like a little, you know, rundown of you and who you are. For sure. So yeah, I'm Aisha. I live in Tampa now, but I spent like the better half of the last decade living in New York, um, just kind of living it up there. I grew up in Tampa, but moved there right after college to do some internships. It ended up sticking. I stayed like I, I fell in love with it. So I stayed for eight years about. And then towards the end of it, I was kind of getting a little bit and see like what's my next move. I feel like I was doing a lot of the same stuff. I'm a huge creature of habit. So I mm -hmm. fell into such a routine, like going out every weekend with my friends, you know, just like stuff that you do in your 20s and, you know, like working a lot in marketing and production and advertising, specifically like in fashion and beauty, um, doing a lot of like content creation there, working with like brands that I can't even believe like wanted to work with me. Like, you know, it was truly like pinch me living there and it felt like living in a movie all the time. That's how I feel looking at your content, though. I was like, this girl is living the New York single girl dream. Like... And none of it was like my dream, like, which is why it kind of like when it all kind of unraveled that way and unfolded, it just kind of felt like very natural to do those kinds of things. And then, you know, I really got into sharing a lot of my myself, like online, especially Instagram, and then now like even TikTok. And, and so um, my journey into motherhood kind of like felt like something that I really wanted to share as well. And I mean, Candace, like, you know, my story really well, too. But yeah. I feel like it was really unexpected, super not planned, you know, and which not a lot of people talk about. So it kind of felt totally. really isolating when that happened. But essentially, I was like, just kind of like living my life like it was right after COVID, you know, like coming off the back of that and, you know, a year of like, 
real true like isolation and quarantine in yeah. New York. It was really serious. I'd come back here and visit and it was just like not the same as it yeah, was in New York. It was a it different was, world. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was like super strict. And I lived alone with my dog, Sunny, you know? And so it wasn't like I was doing nothing for like a year. I was working and then I was on it. Like I didn't have a job for a little bit. So I was like for three months, I did nothing. Like I just watched TV and slept and applied for jobs and stuff. And so I was like in this phase of my life where I was like really trying to like manifest a lot of change in my mm-hmm. life. And I was, yep. I got really hooked on this like one TikTok like affirmation. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I do not chase, I attract what belongs to me will simply find me. And I was just like, who knows? Like, what will happen if I just say this like every day for a month? Like, let's just like play and see what will happen. I do that too. And, I say yeah. these things and I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. lean into this for a little. I'm just going to yeah. lean in. Like, what else do I have to lose? And I was like, maybe because at the time I was trying to find a, my new job, you know? So I was like, yeah, I, whatever is meant for me will just like land in my lap, you know? And like, maybe it's mm-hmm. a boyfriend. Like, maybe it's, you know, a new city. You know, I even considered moving to Wisconsin for a bit. I had yeah, like a job offer that. in yeah. Wisconsin. And so, There was like a lot of, and then I had kind of been like, no, I'm going to stay in New York, but I'll just like, you know, now that COVID's kind of dying down a little bit, I'll just see what this next phase unravels for me, you know, because at that point, like you're kind of, at that time I was like 28, a lot of your friends are starting to like fragment off into Mm -hmm. other forays, whether it's moving upstate to build a house or having kids or moving to a new city, there's everything is, it's not the same as it was when you're like 23, you know, and like partying and like living it up. Everyone's priorities start to shift. And then as a single person, like I started to feel a little bit like, what, what is it? What's for me? You know, like, what is that direction going to be for me? And so I started saying that literally every single day for like a month. And then, you know, what ended up happening at the end of the month is that I ended up pregnant, you know? And so like, that's the short end of it. And I feel like when that happened, it was kind of like, yeah, I wasn't outwardly trying to like manifest a baby by any means, but Mm -hmm. you know, like it kind of happened that way. And, and so, yeah. The the universe really, really decided to give you. (laughs) Do you feel Asia like, that because you were manifesting something big, because the pregnancy was a surprise, were you like, okay, this is the thing I've been manifesting? Like, did you kind of have that thought right away? So that was kind of, yeah. I mean, also when you have an unplanned pregnancy, it's just like, I didn't, when I, when I took the pregnancy test, you know, cause I also had been looking for a job. I was so stressed, like just trying to figure out this next stage of my life. And so I didn't, my, my gut wasn't like I'm pregnant, you know, when I was starting to feel tired or like sick, yeah. like you do in the beginning, I was just like, oh, I'm probably just stressed. That's why my period is late. You know, you think of like yeah. everything, but Not COVID. Yeah, any, yeah. anything, anything but a pregnancy. And yeah. so when, when I took that, it was more so, you know, like you have pregnancy scares, everyone, you're, you're like, I'll right. just take this for a peace of mind you know like it'll put all my worries at ease and then so I like literally take the test and then flip it over and walk out of the room being like oh it'll say like not pregnant and you know it'll be fine and flipped it over and it was like pregnant and I you know you watch all these videos of people finding out they're pregnant they're like crying and super Mm -hmm. emotional and I was just like 
like empty head. Like I truly yeah. was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, but I don't when know. You're not, when you're not expecting that, it is such like a, let's be real. We've all had like pregnancy scares in the past and like, yeah. you know, taken tests and stuff. I feel like it wouldn't feel real. I'd be like, oh, this is broken. <laughs> like this yeah. test is, is false. You well, know? that's even what my friend Sammy was like. It's probably a false positive. You know, she's trying to keep me calm. Yeah. She's like, it's probably like right. just confirm that it's – and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a false positive. It was definitely not. Like the minute I took the test, the, the, the pee stick had barely touched the pee. And she's like, oh, yeah, you are you are very pregnant. I was like, oh, cool. So were anyways. Were you immediately <laughs> like, oh, shit, panic? Or were you calm like the universe has handed me this moment that like this is what I guess I – it's that's what's meant for me. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of the latter. Like it was this and my immediate reaction was like a sense of calm, weirdly. Like you would think that wow, you would okay. the weeks the weeks after were like treacherous, you know, because then yeah. all the self-doubt starts creeping in. You're like, I am not built for this. I'm not I never wanted this. Like this was not my journey. Like I'm a big planner. And so yeah. for that to happen, I'm just like you know, you think all the things run through your head. You're like, I deserve better than this. Like I deserve, a, like I would want to do this with a partner, someone I'm like really in love with, you know, like those are the kinds of things that run through your head. You're like, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just a me, you know, like how could yeah. I handle this? It's a huge thing, especially when it's not something you really were like looking to do in your life at all. And so mm-hmm. I feel like my immediate thought was like Zen and I was just like, okay, we'll figure it out. Um, but the weeks after were really hard, like just trying to decide what to do. And I think that's yeah. where that like isolation piece came in. Like you feel totally. really like alone in that decision because every, and then I have a problem of like asking everybody for advice. I'm like, what do I do? Like, can you guys just tell me what to do? Like someone else solve this problem for me. And everyone's like, it's Mm -hmm. such a personal thing. Like this is a a you thing to figure out. And like, do you want to take that on? And it's like, I had both ends of the street. Like some friends being like, let's just get this taken care of and grab a drink. You know what I mean? Like, let's (laughs) go back to our fun lives. Like we don't have to be like these serious people, you know? Um, And then I had other friends who were like, you are like, this is the change. This is what you're looking for. Like, this is what you've been asking for from the universe. Like, you need a big change in your life. Otherwise, you're just going to keep doing the same thing forever and get stuck in the cycle. And so it was very much like weighing those two options of like, it would be so much easier just to keep things the way they are. And yeah, yeah. Change is scary. Yeah, it's so scary. Mess it up. Did it? Did it just come down to a gut thing of like, my gut is telling me that I want this journey and I want, you know, how did, like, what ultimately was the decision factor there? So I feel like the the final things were, I think my age, you know, I was like, if, what if this is my chance, you know, because like I've yeah. said before, like in, in, you know, when people have asked me about this, like I, half the time I'd feel more comfortable like committing to a baby than I would a man like I've never been really someone who like has seen myself getting married or like you know being with somebody like that you know I come from a family like my parents were divorced and things like that so I think it's sometimes like I just never pictured that and so I was kind of like it's kind of in like Asia fashion to do it in a way that's like this you know so maybe this is this is the way it was supposed to be set up for me, you know? And so I think the final deciding factors were like my age. I was like, well, I'm 28. You know, this is like, 
if it's going to be happening, like I don't want to wait another like five, six years to like meet someone, get engaged, like be with them long enough to decide if I want to like raise a child with them, you know, like then maybe my next chance isn't going to be until I'm like 36 or, you know, like not that that's an issue, but I just felt like if that, if there's a time I'm going to do it, I have so much energy, especially coming off of quarantine to like take something like this on. I had so much downtime during that time. And I was like kind of searching for something to pour myself into besides myself. You know, I was kind of getting a little sick of myself. And Yeah. yeah, so it was that. It was the timing, just like I feel like And then also the fact that I have a super supportive family, like they were all on board from the start, you know, like it was never a question of like, can you do this? It was like, we, you can do that. Not only can you do this, but we all have your back 1000%. So that's amazing. It was, it was really special. So it's like they, everyone had, everyone was confident in the beginning, except for me. I was like, it was like kicking and screaming to the finish line. I was like, no. No, like, please don't drag me out of like my comfortable life with my like disposable income and all my like diptyque candles. Like, I didn't want yeah. to like leave that world. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it candles. was like, no, I was like, please yes. don't make me do this. Yeah, but it was time. It was time for a change and literally zero regrets. Like, I mean, everything has turned out amazing. I and now I realize I didn't even like introduce Violet, but Violet is my <laughs> daughter. <laughs> I'm like, just let's make this about me. Like, let's just talk about me all day. But no, we uh, were yeah, getting she, there. She, yeah. she it, was, it was the lead up. <laughs> it's the lead up. But yeah, all those things, all those crazy things led to Violet. And I just feel like she has been such like a catalyst for like just so many good things. Like, I was so scared that, you know, because you there's such a stigma around single motherhood because 100%. a lot of people don't have a village and they don't have the privileges that I do to have people who support you, to have, you know, a buildup of a career that I've had, like to be able to support someone on my own like that. And so it's, it is very tough for a lot of like single moms out there. And I feel for a lot of people yeah. who don't have like any kind of support. And so, you know you see all these representations of single moms in in media of like, it's a struggle. You're never going to date again. You're never going to find anybody who even wants to even look your way because you're like used goods, you know, you're washed up. And there's so much of that. That's like fear mongering of your life is over and no one's going to even be interested in you because like you are used up. And so that's kind of like what I was worried about, but my life has only like blossomed by 10, like, by tenfold ever since Violet came into the picture and um just between like moving and being closer like moving back to Florida and being closer to my family and like just getting to be around her every day things have just been so great and so I just can't I just can't complain and there's no regrets like ever yeah there's never a day where I'm like oh maybe if I had gone back to that kind of like time where I was weighing my options I should have gone the other way, you know, like I, there, I've never thought that like everything has just gone so wonderfully. And I can't, I'm just so grateful for that. Violet is truly like the sweetest so baby angel. She is so cute and sweet as someone who's like met her and been around her in person. She is just like the sweetest. So you have been, you are an amazing mother and have done such an amazing job with her. And I think one of the biggest reasons I wanted to talk to you on this podcast is just your perspective and the way you present single parenthood to the world, like through your content. I think there is this narrative with single mothers where women fall victim to like 
they can't succeed at parenting without a partner. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is so outdated. And I know we have single moms that listen to the show, but it's not like talked about a lot. And I feel like a lot of the single, at least when I think of like content creators that I know are single moms, it's like people who went through a crazy divorce and like hate their husband and like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like your story is so unique and you have such like an empowering approach around motherhood and doing it on your own. And it's like, truly you choose to see the amazing parts of it. And that really shines through on what you share, like in what you share online. So I just want to know, like, have you had other single moms or maybe even women who are pregnant and debating that big, like life altering choice? Like, have you had people reach out to you and like be thankful for the content you've been putting out? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's like the most rewarding part about sharing and like being vulnerable online because it can be really scary, especially, you know, it was always so easy to do it for myself, but then like bringing someone else into it who like isn't really asking to be a part of it, you know, it's kind of daunting in a way that you're like, how can I position this to where it's, you know, fair for her. And like, this is also Mm -hmm. her story, you know? And so, but I do feel like one of the most rewarding parts about sharing our story is that there are so many people who have come out and been like, I either just got divorced. Like, I feel like my life is being pulled out from under me. Like, how am I going to do this? And then you've given me that confidence to take control of like my narrative and my story and like feel empowered in doing this on my own. And, and that is just, there's no better feeling than feeling that sense of community. Like, and I can still connect with people who have amazing partners and, you know, as, as well. But I think that, yeah, I've had a lot of people just, or be like, I I'm pregnant. Like, what do I do? And like, I always just say like, it is such a personal choice, whatever you do, you're making the right decision for yourself. 1000%. But like, Mm -hmm. if you did want to do it, like you have got this, you know, like you will figure it out. Like everyone you just do. That's what you do and you figure it out and you adapt and you change. And, um, but also there's also nothing wrong with admitting, like, maybe it's not the right time in your life to do that. Or like, you know, I think there's also such a stigma around abortion and like making that choice for yourself too. So I, I try to like be really neutral when anyone comes for advice. And then I also, my, Mm. my best advice for people is like, don't get too many people involved. Like just make a choice, listen to your gut. Like, because everyone has their own agenda that they're pushing, you know, whether it's your family being like, yeah, we want Mm -hmm. you to have a baby or your friends being like, no, we want you to stay in this space with us, you know, and we don't want you to like evolve and change into that. So yeah, I, it's really nice to connect with people on that, but I do try to stay as like neutral as possible. And like, just know that this is, just because this is our experience, like, doesn't mean it's going to be your experience, you know, and and I am, I do come from like such a place of privilege, whether it's like my job, being able to afford the fact that I can like support Violet, my family, you know, like today my mom's picking Violet up from daycare, you know, like, so I can finish up some work. Like that's something that a lot of people don't have. And it gives me the space also to like be able to focus on my work and to, you know, de- continue to develop my career. And I think that just because that's my experience and I feel like a sense of calm dealing with that. Like not everybody is going to have that. Some people it might be like they feel more alone or they don't have that and it's going to put stress on themselves and then their potential kids like, you know, and so I just try to just always position it as like, this is me. Like you have to make a decision that's like going to be good for you. Yeah. 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 I love your platform because 
Candace, you said earlier, like it felt like you were in a movie or like your, your New York life was a movie, but I also feel like your Florida life is a movie. Like (laughs) I, it's, it's a different movie, but it's like so fun and like quirky and just like you, we, we did go to high school together, but we weren't in the same grade. And like, I didn't really know you in high school. So I feel like I'm like getting to know you through your online platform. And I'm just like, this girl is so genuine and authentic and hilarious. And like, I want to be as cool as her. (sighs) And you've just like really held on to your own identity, your own like story. You're not like pushing any agenda on your profile or like, Mm -hmm. you know, hammering any messages other than like – you love Disney, like McDonald's, <laughs> like, um, and I don't know. It's just like, it's so genuine. And I, I love that. And I think all you, you are like attractive to mothers. Yes. Single mothers, of course, but like all kinds of people. Totally. Um, yeah. Like all kinds of cool girls, I would say. And, yeah. and cool guys too. Probably mostly females. <laughs> mostly females. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, but, but I just I, wanted to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, like, we're talking a lot about, like, the motherhood journey and, like, Violet, I'm obsessed with dog mom as well to Sunny. Yes. Yeah, but what I love so much is, like, how it seems like you've really held on to your own identity as well in motherhood and wanted to ask you a little bit about, like, how you connect with your old self, how you don't get, like, bogged down in the identity of motherhood because it can be like very consuming and like hold on to your old spark and your spirit. So I think a huge, huge example of that is my mom. Like she is just so her like through all of it. Like she has four kids. She has her own business. You know, she used to be a model back in the day. You know, she's you know, been married a couple times. Like she's just very her, you know, and she's maintained that throughout my, my childhood. And I've been able to look to her as an example of like, it's something I admire the most about her, to be honest, is just like how she never let that like fully, you know, cause it is easy to like get that mom blanket over you. And you're like, this is who I am. And this is my only part of my identity. It's really easy when that's your routine and that's all you're doing. And, you know, some people just all they do is talk to other moms and stuff. And I feel like my mom is a huge example. Also, like maintaining my friendships of like people who aren't moms, I feel like has really helped to ground me. And like I am me still, you know, and I still can laugh about the same things. I can still go to fun shows. I can still, you know, be interested in all the stupid things I was interested in before. Because I think sometimes when you become a mom, everyone suddenly expects you to be like so responsible and buttoned up. And it's like, there's someone's watching you at all times. Like, how are you behaving like this? And I think like, there's room for both. Like, of course, you're an example and you want to lead with a, you know, compassion, kindness, like strength. But at the same time, it's like, I think that something my mom's also always done has been silly. Like she has a fun mm-hmm. side and I think I really admire that. And I've always wanted, if I was like ever going to become a mom, I wanted to be a fun, like a fun mom, not yeah. in like yeah. the mean girls way where it's like, I'm a cool mom. Like you can do whatever you want and like not have structure or boundaries. But I think yeah. like there's a balance, like you can still show them that like you are yourself, like 
you are their mother like you it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. to guide and lead but at the same time like you're a person first and foremost like you are yourself and that's so important and like and I think that that's why I've cultivated like even the people I follow on Instagram like it's all moms who are like doing it on their own terms they're still hot as fuck I don't know if I can curse on here but yeah literally like so so (laughs) hot and fun and I'm like and that's the kind of like those are the moms I want to surround myself with like yeah you know no shade to moms who just kind of like do it their way that's fine but it's like I just so admire moms who are able to do it be moms be amazing moms but also still be like hot fun cool like capable like you know, and I just and think treat that yourself that's, like a person yes. with interests and talents. Yeah. And yeah. it is so like there is a there's a part of like the motherhood culture where it's like you become a mom and then it's like you're a mom. Like yes. that is who yeah. you are. Yeah, you're a marm. Um yeah. <laughs> but I feel like for a lot of people who follow the traditional path or it's like, okay, I'm going to like I have a boyfriend and now we're getting engaged. Now we're getting married. Now we're going to have mm-hmm. a baby. You kind of just like set your – some people, I think maybe I'm a little bit guilty of this sometimes. You're just like, okay, I'm following the plan. Like mm-hmm. this is like part of my identity now. And if you're someone who's really like been wanting to be a mom and thinking about it and like planning for it, I can see how like those people sometimes like really take on the persona because they're – so excited about it that they're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is who I am now. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want to like put words in your mouth, but like maybe the fact that like she was just, like kind of surprised you, you were like, oh, well, come on into my life. Yeah. Like this yeah. is my life. This is who yeah. I am. Yeah. Like welcome. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's like <laughs> why it seems like you guys have so much fun together on your mm-hmm. platform. Like I feel like she – you guys together just like have so much fun. She like seamlessly fits into your life. Obviously you've changed some things, but the joy that you guys share together really seems genuine mm-hmm. and like yeah, kind of like, yeah, like you are a mom, but you're also yourself. You're Asia. Yeah. yeah. Right. You're Asia and, and you're having fun with it. Because yeah. I feel like some people fall into that trap of like adapting their life to a kid's life. And I feel like, which yeah. is fine. There's a lot of that you have to do and will do by like right. this proxy of what it is. But at the same time, it's like they also need to integrate into your life. You know, like mm-hmm. this is this yeah. was your life and you had a full life before you became a mom. And bringing them into the fold of that and like, you know, showing them your interests and showing them that you are like an independent person with like your own thoughts and feelings and things. I just feel like our kids will respect us even more for that of like, not just like completely like just giving our entire being to motherhood, you know, and just being like, I'm now just a servant, servant to this life. Like it's more so it needs to feel like to me, it just needed to feel like fuller of an experience of just like, this is now how we're going to integrate into each other's lives. And it Mm -hmm. feels like a lot more reciprocal and like natural to me that way, instead of me just being like, I'm not allowed to do anything fun anymore because this is now my job, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Because that gets old and then you're like pissed. Old. Yeah, then you're and pissed. Then, right. Yeah. And then you're like mad at your kid and they're like, what did I do? You Yeah, did. they're like, I'm just here. You decided, you decided yeah. to invite me to this. Yeah. And so, yeah. no, it, it it's, it's good. And I feel like we have struck like such a great balance. And I mean, things are going to continue to evolve. She's only – she's about right. to turn two next week. And so um, we're going to be entering toddlerville. And I'm like a little scared to see how that goes. You know, everyone loves to scare you with like terrible twos, like three-nager, you know, 
like all these like scary psycho terms. And so (laughs) I feel like I'm like a little scared just because we have, she's so like happy go lucky, chill, Mm -hmm. like fun. Obviously she's a baby. So like she will cry and like have temper tantrums and things like that. They all do. They all, as they do. Um, yeah. But I, I do feel like I've gotten so lucky with her. You know, like people ask me, like, yeah. how did you sleep train her? I'm like, I don't know if she likes to sleep. Like, I, I just like, I really, yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. really lucky with her. Like, she's just been such an easy baby. And I don't say that to like, make it seem like I'm doing something. Like, she's just great. And so sometimes when people are like, do you want another one? Like, would you ever have another I'm like, I'm a little scared because I got so lucky. Yeah. And now I'm like, this is what it is to raise a kid. And then I, I hear from my friends and their kids are like having a hard time sleeping or like not eating anything that they want them to. And Violet like literally eats everything. And I just, you know, I feel like I got really spoiled with her. And so now I'm like, this is just what it is, right? It's what, like it's hard. And people are like, yes, it's really hard. It's actually very challenging for me. (laughs) And so (laughs) as someone who's pregnant with their second, like Alice was pretty good too. Like she's such a happy, like good baby. People love to tell me now that I'm pregnant. Oh, well this one, you know, they love it. Their favorite. They love to say that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. honestly, right. literally, you're you're annoying me. Yeah, yeah. And also, I am a huge believer in like this is gonna sound so woo woo of me, but I am a big believer in like energy. I feel like if I have a chill, happy energy, like Alice has given that back to me. And yeah. I feel like that's I feel that way with you and Violet. You and Violet have similar mm-hmm. energy. You guys have mm-hmm. like spunky sunshine energy that's what I agree (laughs) you know yeah and so I feel like even if you had a second someday if you want that for you like it would be the same like I think it's like whatever you put out they're gonna give back to you you know right I think what I'm a little scared of is because like I only know this journey like not having a partner and sometimes I do wonder like how would that have changed things like would her personality be different like would my would my parenting style be different if I had to do it in tandem and like lockstep with someone else like I ask myself that all the time and obviously if I ever had another baby I would only ever be doing it with like a partner you know like I wouldn't be doing it I would not consider having another baby like as a single mom like one is enough I don't need to be outnumbered in any way you know like yeah I would need to be doing it like with a partner so I do feel like sometimes I'm like if I did have another go round like what would that be like? You know, like what would even pregnancy be like? Like having someone there to pick food up for you or to like rub your back or like, you know, things like that. It would just be such a different experience versus this like independent like girl boss, like robot pregnancy I had where I was like, I can do it all. Like I I can manage it all on my own. And like even motherhood, like just being in the trenches like of that in the beginning on your own, it's kind of nice because no one's in your way. You have no expectations, mm-hmm. zero disappointment because the only one to be disappointed in is yourself. Yeah. And so I feel like if I had to do it with someone else, like how would that feel? Like how would I, would I be having all these expectations for them? Would I be disappointed if they weren't stepping up in other ways? Like would that make yeah. me more resentful? Well, adds, I don't know. It adds a whole nother dynamic. You have put like some of your stories before have made me think like, damn, this is going to sound so bad. Maybe I should cut this out after. But sometimes I'm like, would it be easier if I didn't have a husband? Because sometimes I feel like I'm babysitting my freaking husband too, you know? And I feel like it would be incorrect. I mean, or I don't know. I feel stupid saying that there's like pros and cons to both situations. (laughs) No, there are though. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I was going to say, I often fantasize about... 
living in like a uh, tribe, like the tribal mm-hmm. times uh-huh. where there were no men and they yeah. just like went away and like were hunting all the time and all the women like banded together yep. and it was just like mm-hmm. female town most of the time. Mm-hmm. Everyone like taking care of each other's kids because like in a sense back then everyone was f- – without their fathers all the time. But the women were just like very good at banding together. And I feel like single motherhood is hard now because we've become very siloed in our households. So it's like each household becomes Mm -hmm. its own little tribe. Um, And then you're like looking to your husband to be so much for you. And that becomes difficult. But yeah, that's why we have like, I love my support system here, like the friends that I've found and like the nannies and whatnot. But I was thinking about like how like Asia, you have your parents, your parents are local, right? Because you ended Mm -hmm. up moving to Florida. Yeah. Yep. So maybe tell us a little bit about like that decision. I'm sure you were like, I, well, I don't know. I, we were, Candace and I both spent time in New York and my plan was always, I'm not going to send my kids to school here because I don't want to deal with the public school system and like figuring out school here. But I was like, maybe I can have a baby here. But now that I visited my friends who have babies there, I'm like, I could never have a baby here. So like, how did your thought process work and like Mm -hmm. finding your tribe after having a kid? Well, even just to your point on like kind of having that, that women community, like my mm-hmm. mom came right before because I had a plan C section with Violet because she was breech. And so my mom came like we knew exactly when she was going to be born. So my mom came like a few days before and you know, she's there. She was so excited to be like a grandmother and everything. So she came and she stayed with me for like a whole month after Violet was born. And I literally kept saying at that point, I was like, why don't more people just like have babies with like platonic women friends? Like I just, Mm. it's even if they're not in a relationship, like, you know, like if you're a straight woman and you like want, like want to have a baby, like do it with your friend. Like I literally feel like women coming together. It's just so rich. And like, and it's, there is a lot of intuition that comes along with it. And me and my mom were just like, not even, yeah, we weren't even talking at some points. I would just look at her and she'd be like, And like, you know, she would just like go and do something that I needed her to do. And where I feel like if you're dealing with a man, like not to stereotype, but I feel like you'll be like, you couldn't even look at someone and be like, you know what I need? And they'd be like, no, no, you have to write it down and put it on the fridge. Yeah. No, literally you have to be like, I need you to do this now. And then sometimes it still doesn't get done. Something I hear a lot about, like a buzzword on TikTok, if we're going to go there, is like weaponizing competence and just like people Mm -hmm. just, you know, having these partners who like will not bring half to the table or like, you know, and and it's like, I feel so bad because they're basically single mothers in a marriage, you know? And it's like, and I, uh, that was something I was like, if I ever do have another baby or if I have a partner, like I need to know that that person is like in it to like, I'm not looking for like a silent partner who's like going to sit there and just be like, just here to like, you know, provide for you. Like I need someone who's like going to be an active participant in parenthood because like I've done it on my own. I do not need anybody weighing me down. Like if it was ever going to be that Mm -hmm. situation, I'm like, I need someone to step up or not have it at all. Because if I had somebody who was, Oh, it would not be, it would not be a good situation. I'd be like, listen to me. No, you'd be like like a CEO, like the CEOs who have done the job already, you know, like they're the most, they're the best leaders. You're like, I did this all by myself. Myself. Like, yeah, what, like, are, what you are you doing? Yeah, literally. And so I would be like a nightmare. But anyways, uh, <laughs> so going back to your question, though, about Florida and everything. So that was like a hard 
choice just because I loved, I did love New York, but I always knew that if I ever found a partner there, I would never want to raise a kid there. Like not mm-hmm. saying that anybody who has, like, it's not a good place because it's so full of culture. It's, yeah, I just yeah. personally, for me, I, it's such a fun town to live in when you're like 23, you have no responsibilities. You can go from work to dinner to drinks. Like that is the New York I am here for. and want to live in. Right. I do not want to be there schlepping like a baby yeah. around, stroller so carrying it up and down. So much schlepping. Yes. I don't want to be on the train with my baby. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be without a car. I don't want to be, you know, just carrying my groceries home alone by myself without oh. anybody else was like such yeah. a treacherous experience. And then, yeah. So I just feel like it's, and then also towards the end of it, like I, you know, I, I was like mugged in New York before baby and yeah, everything like that. that. And so tough. I had like, oh my gosh, I forgot a lot that. of like PTSD, oh like God. related to that. And so like I, anytime I was on the train and I would even like catch a glimpse of like a, you know, unstable looking person, it would just give me so much anxiety. And I was like, I don't want to be here. Like it's one thing to like run off a train by yourself and like switch a car, but you have a stroller, you have this, you're carrying that alone. It's just like, it it feels really scary. And so like, yeah, I just knew that I'd never wanted to like have a baby there and Mm -hmm. that I would want to be close to like my support system. Cause like, otherwise it's just, you know, she would be in daycare longer. She would be in, you know, it would just be a lot of like, not having a hand and I, I I have no problem like raising a flag and being like I need help like I need a break mm-hmm, yeah. you know or like I need a weekend I went to New York recently mm-hmm. for like a belated birthday trip and like that was so refreshing to go and visit totally. and like do all the fun stuff that you do but like you know people are like are you bringing Violet I was like no I'm not yeah, no. like she is not invited to this like this is for me <laughs> I'm recharging and then I will yeah. go back and be happy in my routine but like I I just knew that it wasn't a place that I was like wanting to have a baby you know so yeah. it was hard to leave my old life behind and to change but it I don't regret moving at all because it's like made my life I am able to pour time into things that still matter to me I'm able to take breaks I'm able to focus on my work and not know that Violet isn't going to be at daycare till like the last second that they're open you know and and she doesn't have to go there at like first thing in the morning either because I have like flexibility of like working from home so I really have a life that's set up like for our lifestyle right now and I'm so grateful for that and you know, just even having enough space like for her to play or like being able to go outside and take them for walks and not be afraid like some homeless person is gonna, you know, like just jump around the corner at us. Like it just feels nice to have a little bit more of like a sense of community um, mm-hmm. and just a little bit more of like a peaceful, calm energy. And she loves being mm-hmm. outside and things like that. So it's just, it's worked out really well for us since we moved back. Yeah. And tell us about like, I assume your family was thrilled that you were moving back with Violet yeah I mean they were so so happy like they were I mean my parents are in real estate so they were like looking at places before I even moved down and they were like what about this what about that they were like going and looking at showings and things like that and so they helped me find my condo that I'm in now and it's like five I can literally walk to my parents house and so and I grew up in Carrollwood so it's just nice it feels it feels sometimes like I stepped into like a time warp and I'm like wait I'm like right back to where I was 10 years ago but then you you stop for a second and you realize like, so much of my life has changed like I've accomplished so much like sometimes that, I think that's the only downside is like sometimes it can feel like 
those eight years didn't happen. You know, sometimes yeah. if I'm on a low day, it feels like, wow, I made so much progress. And then I came back and I'm just like around the same kinds of people and my family and things that I like tried so hard to like escape or run away from because I thought that that if I stayed that like that would mean I wasn't, you know, valuable in some sense yeah. of the word, you yeah. know, like I totally you, you get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Feel like you lose a sense like your edge. Like, oh, I I yeah. escaped that. Yeah. Like I got out of my hometown. I left. I made something of myself. And then like I got pregnant, moved back, and then it's like I'm, you know, not creating the same kinds of content and things like that. So I think on like my weekdays, like and and when I have like a down day, it can that can definitely like creep into my mind of like, I'm a loser now. Like I'm back in my hometown and like I'm not cool anymore. And I don't have I can't go to like all these PR events and I can't just like meet my friends for drinks like after work and stuff. And I don't have like my community of friends, you know, like I have yeah. my family, which is great, but it's like it's different. It's just mm-hmm. different. And yeah. so for sure, it's like, yes, like a lot of life feels like sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and it feels really fun but there are definitely times where I wake up and I'm like oh my god like I I like I gave up so much of like yeah this life that I was curating you know and so that that can be hard sometimes yeah there's such an I and we've talked about this on this podcast before like the identity shift of like stepping into motherhood like yeah and that this is why we've said so many times, like taking those trips by yourself Mm -hmm. and going back to New York. Like I know I, I always try to go to New York at least once a year to like visit my friends that are still there. And to like, it's almost like stepping back into that life for a weekend or a long weekend. But I don't know about you, but almost always when I'm leaving there, I'm always happy to be coming back to my life now. And that is something that's always like a reassuring moment for me. I'm like, okay, if I ever feel like I left my cool life behind somewhere, usually I take a weekend and I go somewhere with by myself. And usually Mm -hmm. when I'm coming back, I'm like, God, I love my life. Yeah. And so take the girls trip. I, I feel like every three episodes we're like, go somewhere. Go on a girls trip. trip. It's the best. But also I always remember too. Yeah. Like, I've gone back to the places I used to live in California and New York. And then I remember like I was sad here too. Yeah. yeah, There were some days I woke up and I was like, I don't like it. I don't like my life. Like it's helpful to remember that where you live doesn't define your Mm. worth. Because I felt a lot of that when we left New York during COVID. I was like, we're unrelevant. Like yeah. yeah, no one gives a shit about what, us or what we do, and I was like, no one gave a shit about that before yeah. either. So yeah. like, it's okay, it's and okay. like accepting that. But yeah, on the days where I just feel extra gloomy, I always mm-hmm. look back and I'm like, oh, you know, it was better before, yeah. but yeah, I really just like need to drink coffee and like go yeah, outside. exactly. And then I'm like, yeah, get oh, get some fine. sunshine. Yeah, it's easy yeah. to romanticize. It's so easy to sit down, but. There were so many times, especially like when I was unemployed and like really trying to manifest something good, I was like so depressed and so sad and felt like my life had no purpose and no direction. And I just just was like, God, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I can't continue doing this, like going out every single weekend, getting fucked up. Like, it's just not working anymore. Like, it's not working for me. And so there's so much of that that like it's easy to romanticize and like look back at pictures and be like, I was so cool and like all my jackets and like my things, yeah. like all my stuff, all my like jackets. Yes. Yeah. Like all my stuff, like, you know, uh, my life before like felt, but it was just, 
like I, I literally got served an ad the other day for like a t-shirt or something. It was like one of those targeted Instagram ads. And it was like, I'd rather feel empty in New York than fulfilled anywhere else. And I was like, no, like literally yeah. no, you know, like I was, it was like, and people in the comments were like, this is not it. And it's like, it, that's the mentality people have about New York. It's like, it's it so hard on you. It's like rough, it's expensive, but like you're living in a movie. So it's like fun, you know? And it's like, you can yeah. feel empty, but it's fine. It's like, no, like I might have maybe had like a little bit of that mentality at some points, but now that my life is so like fulfilling and then like enriched, I'm like, absolutely not. Like, yeah, I will move back here any day and be with like my village and be with Violet and like have mm-hmm. my maybe boring routine to some other people. But to me, like I've never like I'm truly so happy, you know, like and yeah. I feel like people around me can see that like they're like, oh, my God, you know, like you smile so much more like you're just so much lighter. Like you have this yeah. like effervescence about you. And I feel that inside, too, like. Whereas yeah, like in New I York, it's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you had that like glam life or whatever that you think people care about, but they don't really, you know? And yeah. you think it's like, oh, you're ticking off all the right boxes. You're this independent like girl boss. But it's like, I don't know. My life is just so much more fulfilling in a different way now. And I'm mm-hmm. just so it everything just happened for a reason. And I it all worked out the way like it was supposed to. And I feel very confident yeah. about that, even on like the darkest days. Okay, so let's switch gears here a little bit. I want to talk because we've talked about you, you moving back to Florida and like kind of regaining your village. Talk to me a little bit about because you said like, still a lot of your friends are in New York. How has mm-hmm. me how is making friends been in here in Florida. And then also I want to talk about dating as a single mom and how that's been. Cause I can only imagine that's its own like mm-hmm. beast of a journey. Yeah. So I feel like making new friends has fallen on like the last of my priority list between yeah. like work and Violet and my family. I just, I just don't think I've even tackled that part yet. Like I'm friends with people that I knew before, like you and everything like that, or like, you know, people I knew on Instagram from before, but even that, like it's, there's so much that's been untapped. And I just feel like, especially when you're dealing with other parents, like everyone is so busy, you know, like no one, like, I feel like you and I have been like, let's go to the aquarium, let's go to the playground. And it's like, we have it. because I need three months notice. No, genuinely, genuinely. (laughs) And so I feel like it's really tough. And I feel like, you know, on the weekend, I'm either like just like oh I'm just gonna rest with Violet you know yeah. or I'll be doing things with my family like going to Bush Gardens or something like that but I just feel like any friends that I have here I like knew from before like I have not at right. all been except for Violet's best friend from school um Neil Neil, Neil everyone knows Neil he she loves Neil um but Aww. his mom she like moved down from like uh, Pennsylvania and so we've become you know we literally sometimes we'll just take them to the playground she actually texted me today invited me to go trick-or-treating which was really sweet you know so like she's like the only other mom like that I didn't know before and even that I've like clung on to that and like sunk my little like claws into her I'm like I know one person like this is amazing and our kids get along so now I was like should we move in together like should we get married you know like I feel like um yeah so that's that's kind of my approach to friendship I find like one and I'm like no we don't need any more like we have we have enough we have one friend yeah I also I feel like you might you might um relate to this I have so much family here and we're so Mm -hmm. close but like I feel like my social time is family now. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, if like, I don't know, a football game, the Bucks game is on and mom, my mom will be like, do you want to go like to a 
to a brewery and watch the game. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. And it's like, that fills my social yeah. cup with my family that it's like, I'm, I'm the same way. Sometimes my friends like fall on the back burner. It's something mm-hmm. I'm trying to be conscious of moving forward. Cause I know I need to be a better friend and make more friends, but it's hard when your family's here and you're so close. It's like yeah. a default fun time, you know? Mm-hmm. And so. also, like, there's season seasonalities of things. Totally. Like, For sure. Violet's not even two yet. Yeah. And you, your life changed. Like, you, there's always time to make friends in the future. I feel like when kids go to school, that's a really yeah. big time. They, like, because they want to start doing more social things. But, like, I spend a lot of time with just TJ. Like, yeah. Yeah, you totally. know, like, we're buddies. Um, I have made some – I don't have family here, so, like – had to make some friends, but you like you have to put the work in. But anyways, yeah. Um, I also feel like one I is great. In, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, but I feel like I fall into like a weird category of like I, I can't fully relate to my friends who don't have kids, but I also can't fully relate to like my friends who have partners. Like, so I'm kind yeah. of like, so I'll get invited to things, and I'm just like, just me and Violet like showing up, and all their husbands are there and stuff, which is great. Like, I'm so happy to see that. But like sometimes I'm like. You know, you feel like a little bit like out mm, out of I totally it, get like that. yeah. And so I don't know. I think that's like even even the first time I hung out with like Neil and his mom, like she, I I don't know if she like fully knew that I was like a single mom because we kind of just like were brushing shoulders in the hallway and stuff. And the first time we hung out at the park, like she brought her husband, and I was just like I just showed up like my myself because I don't know if she thought I was gonna bring my husband, and I was just like yeah. just me like wearing some stupid outfit like my giant sunglasses. <laughs> I was like what's up. Bro? <laughs> And so I feel like, yeah, sometimes I don't relate to that dynamic. And so I can feel, I feel like I don't want to like pretend that I know what that's like, you know? And so I, yeah. I kind of just stay in my own lane or I feel like I feel maybe like, I don't know if it's an insecurity thing, but it's like more so just like, I don't know. Like I just, I, I'm just going to do my thing. Um, but I do need to venture out. I think it'll, it will be good especially as she gets into school like real school I think it'll just come more naturally like them gravitating towards other friends and then you gravitating towards their parents and so like you said it's a seasonality thing that time will come but I've been leaning a lot more into like family or I'm so grateful to have friends who are really receptive to Violet like my best friend Helen she comes like she'll make trips like you know every few months to come just hang out with us and like veg out with us you know like I saw like some article I think it was on the cut and it was about like losing your friends as like moms or like you know I feel like none of my friends are around anymore and stuff and someone actually sent it to me and was like what's your take on this and I was like I don't know I'm really like lucky to have my friends who don't have kids have been so accepting of like me and my new life they're not they they're still there. We're still sending each other stupid TikToks. We still talk about other things. But I also feel like I don't make our entire conversation like about my kid. Also, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. I still talk a like a lot about. And I think maybe that's because I don't have a partner, so I still kind of feel like I'm like my own person. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, no, but yeah for sure, totally makes sense. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's great that your friends have been so receptive. And I think for me personally, sometimes it's hard for me not to like fall into instant like mom life talk to be like, yeah, you know, someone asks, how are you? And I instantly answer how Alice is not how I yeah. am. Have you, have mm-hmm. you guys ever done that? Mm-hmm. And that's something I've been noticing recently to be like, if someone asks me how I am, I'm like, Oh, I'm good. You know, Alice slept through the night or like whatever. Yeah. I'm like, no, they didn't mm-hmm. ask about Alice. They asked about right. me. Like I still Mm -hmm. 
there's still like I can still answer how I am, you know? Yeah, right. Um, and it's it doesn't have to because I think sometimes as a mom, like you feel like if you don't make it all about your kid, it's like you're like yeah, either excluding like, them or like you're not paying attention to that part of your life. But it's like I do think there's enough room for both and for you yeah. to be taking care because you know people always say that too when people have new babies and stuff they're like hold the mother like not the baby but sometimes I feel like moms also don't give people the opportunity to do that you know yeah. like they don't give them the opportunity yeah. to like really care and they it's easier to just be like this is how the baby's doing like focus on this you know but it's like how are you doing like are you okay how is your marriage how are your friendships you know like and yeah. just doing something like what you guys do and like talking about how you really feel about things and like how you're connecting with motherhood like but from your perspective not yeah. just like how you're connecting to it in relation to however your kid is doing. I think yeah. that's really important and valuable, you know? And so what you guys are doing is amazing work because a, a lot of these Thanks. people aren't even asked those questions. You know, no one thinks to ask those questions yeah. to moms. You know, it's always like, how's yeah. the baby doing? It's like, not how are you doing? Yeah. Mom's lives matter. Mom's lives um, matter. Can, can we t- – I am curious about the dating though because um, as yeah. like, you know, someone who is married – I love talking to people about dating. Yeah. So tell us how it's going. Um, yeah, and like as a single, as a single mom, like it's got to be daunting. I don't know. Look, tell us how it is. So for a long time, I was just like, no, like, <laughs> like that was the bet. I was like, no, thank you. Like, you know, obviously when you're pregnant, you know, you're not going to be out there like nine months pregnant. Like anyone want to go on a date with me? You know, like yeah. <laughs> for a long time, there's just like a no play zone. You're just like, and so I was like, honestly, pretty much like celibate for the better half of like two years, like my whole, and honestly, like, you know, just getting unplanned pregnant, you're like, it's a little traumatizing. You know what I mean? You're like, I don't want to do that. A bit for two yeah, years. Like, I don't want to do that again. Like I'm good. Like, no, thank you. I've had my fill. Um, but so I was kind of like just celibate for two years. I was like really just pouring everything I had into Violet, which I was like great with. Cause I was like, even if I met someone right now, like I don't have the time, you know, especially when they're not like sleeping regularly, you're like breastfeeding. Totally. There's like really nothing sexy about that. You're like, Hey, like what's yeah. up? Like, you know, there's yeah. like, sure. nothing yeah. like, your body feels like it belongs to somebody else. Still, 100%. you're still like recovering from like postpartum. Yeah. And so it would just wasn't even on my radar. And honestly, for a long time, I was like really kind of bitter towards men. Like there's a bit of like a hatred underlying, um, where I was like, they're useless. They're trash I can do it myself I literally they yeah. will bring no benefit to my life and so I was like I am not in the headspace to be like kind yeah. to somebody or like receptive of this at all and yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah like when you hate men like you're not interested in dating them you know what I mean right. like, I literally right. hate you um and so it was just not of interest to me for a long time and then at the beginning of this year I just like woke up and I don't know if it was like something happened in my body but I was like I'm horny like let's go like you know what I mean it's like like can we just get some action flowing in this like let's dust yeah. the cobwebs off like we need to totally feel something outside of just like feeling love for like my child you know yeah. or like my family like I need something that's like for me you know and and I felt like I had done like a lot of self-work and like a lot of like internal right. work and and so I was like okay like let's see but I was also even then like Looking back, I was like still not positioning myself 
for like success in that. You know, I think my bio on Tinder was like, I don't want to date any of you losers, but like maybe we can kiss. Like that was literally my bio. So oh it's God, not I really giving like, so it's not really giving like charming, warm energy. It's like, okay, she's like yeah. mean, you know, like she's scary. <laughs> um, and so I wasn't really like super approachable, but um yeah. And then, and then in Florida, you know, it's like the caliber of men just, it's not really my type, not really my taste, yeah. not really for me yeah. at all. Um, mm-hmm. And so like then coming off of a New York or Brooklyn, like everyone's like creative and like, mm-hmm. you know, artsy mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, and so you come, yeah, yeah, you come here, like, and everyone's like conservative, like scary yeah. man, fish holding, like killing a deer. Yeah. Like you're like, you're like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like it at all. Like, <laughs> and so I literally, yeah, I mean, I, I was just kind of swiping around for a little bit. And then, like, I met I met one person and then that was it. Like, you know, I was like, let's just do this, like, one and done, you know? Like, I was like, I don't really – so, yeah, we met, like, earlier this year. We went on a date and then we just kind of kept seeing each other. We took a little bit of a break and then we started, like, seeing each other a little more seriously, like, in the summer. And everything's been, like, so great ever since then. And I feel like oh I – started going to therapy, you know, like just to kind of like work through some of those things of like, why do I like dislike men so much? Or like, where is some of that like trauma coming from? And I feel like that really helped me like approach it from a better, like more healthy perspective. And it's just like feeling more ready and like feeling like more like myself. And things have been like so great ever since then. And he's wonderful. And and so we did take a long time to just kind of like do things just him and I, because I was also, I'm yeah. so protective of the life totally. that Violet and I have. Sure, and yeah. I was like, I'm not just going to like introduce anybody into her life, you know, like it has mm-hmm. to, it has to feel like really like serious. I have to like literally like love this person. And yeah. it, it just kind of like everything has flowed really naturally. And so, yeah, like he's met my family, like I've met his family, like they've met Violet. And so it's just like, everything just really flowed. Like we waited until after, cause I brought him to New York um, with mm-hmm. me. And so we waited till after that to like kind of do all the family stuff. Cause I was like, that will, I was like, we're going to go on this trip and either we're going to leave like hating each other. Cause it was like really the first time we had spent like. Yeah. Traveling with someone is a, it's telling. Yeah. Because you know, I yeah. dated him for such like a while and we had like maybe like one sleepover. I like it, you know, like the whole yeah. time because it's like, I'm not. Yeah. Like sleep- the logistics of it. The I'm like. The logistics of it are like tough because you're also When like, would you do that? Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you're either like going on dates, having to figure out who can watch, like come and stay at the house. Like, mom, can you watch yeah. the baby so I can like, track? Like, yeah. Literally. Like I have how a do you do that? dick appointment. <laughs> like I need you to watch her, you know, like, and so I feel feel like you have to like really view it like from that way and I'm like I didn't you know or like or he comes over when she's asleep you know and it feels like very much like Shrek where it's like oh you wake up in the morning and you're like a different person like you know it's like this like whole Mm. you're like shrouded and like it kind of feels like very secretive like you're living like a triple double life or like you know okay now I'm gonna put my girlfriend mask on and my mom mask and my friend mask and my family mask and it just felt kind of like really disjointed and so like for a while it was like okay like we need to get to know each other enough like before I feel comfortable introducing him to like anything and then so I brought him to New York introduced him to my friends and so it was either like okay we're gonna leave this trip like either hating each other because we haven't spent like more than like a day together you know what I mean like so spending four days together uninterrupted like we're either going to leave hating each other or become obsessed with each other. And like, luckily for us, it was like truly the latter. Like we were just like, Oh my God, like it was so much fun. It was like such a blast. And 
yeah. And then after that, it just kind of felt like much more natural to be like, okay, like I think, you know, especially for him too, I'm trying to like put myself into his shoes. Like he's not really dated anybody who had a kid before, you know, like how will they take to him? Like how will he take to them? You know, like I feel like it's really scary, like even from his perspective. And so I tried Mm -hmm. to be like really like understanding and like gentle about that. And he knows what like a bond that we have. And so he doesn't want to disrupt that in any way. And he just like wants to be there for me, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Like, and then introducing him to my family and Violet and stuff was so special, you know? I was going to say, did you feel like the craziest sense of relief after to just be like, oh, all these things that are like all these parts of my life can finally like coexist together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It was like a huge sense of relief and like a sense of like, you know, even meeting his parents, like they're so amazing, like with kids and stuff too. And, you know, they have like step grandkids too. So it's like, they're kind of used to that dynamic and they're like so accepting of that. And so it was so great, like to see them together interacting with her and just like knowing that like, that's like even more people to like love Violet and to be there and support her. It just felt really nice. And I don't know. I just feel like so grateful to have found that, especially when I am like such a picky person. And I I was so anti that for such a long time. And then like meeting Mm -hmm. somebody who can like change your mind about a lot of things and like have you like kind of rethink how you feel and like show you also that like not all men are bad. Like some people are just good, you know, and like that's okay. And and some people just do genuinely care and like want to be there for you. And you are deserving of that love. And also like you can accept that, you know, and that's okay. And it doesn't have to, there doesn't have to be another shoe that's going to drop and there doesn't have to be like something that's going to happen. You know, it's, it's okay. So I'm very grateful to have found that and, and like, and not had to, you know, like date a lot of losers to find that here you know yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. okay like not get like downtrodden yeah. yeah exactly because yeah, I feel like Florida is like there's a lot of you know I will I am like very much enjoying your life here with like it seems like you open yourself up to things and then like once you're energetically ready they arrive And you haven't tried to, like, shove anything into Mm -hmm. your life based on some, like, arbitrary timeline or, like, because you think it needs to happen. It's just, like, when you feel ready, you open yourself up and then, like, the things happen. Yeah. And I I literally was telling someone about that the other day. Like, even before I – when I was um, looking for that job, right, when I found out I was pregnant, like – I had been interviewing for a bit before then, obviously trying to manifest like what job I was going to get and stuff. And literally the week I found out I was pregnant, I was like still technically unemployed. So in my head, I'm like, I don't even have a job. Like I can't have a baby right now. Like, you know, and literally this is not looking great on paper. Not looking good. Things are not looking good. (laughs) And literally that week, two job offers came in and then literally even that, like I accepted one started in March, Violet was due in October. And for to get like New York paid family leave, you have to be at your job for like 26 weeks. And like almost down to the like day, it was like I qualified for that. And then I ended up getting like 20 weeks of maternity leave because I had her in New York. And like with my job too, I had like short term disability. So it's like, one thing after another in my life has just like unfolded in a way that was like, this is the plan. Like, these your life is giving you this like every tool that you need to take care of it you have the job Mm -hmm. you have the maternity leave like you have 
you know, oh, wow, this like amazing condo just like opened up exactly when you need it. Like, here you go, move in. Like, you know, and this, just everything. Oh, you need a work from home job? Here you go. Like, and I don't take that for granted for a single day because I see a lot of people struggling really hard right now, especially like single moms. And like, Mm -hmm. and so to have things just like flow into my life, like when I need them to, I just, I I don't know what I've done to deserve it, but like, I do not say- do you have any advice for someone who like is trying to claim that energy or like, yeah, well, I mean, I guess you use that manifestation because literally I do not chase. I attract what belongs to me will simply find me like sounds crazy, but like ever since that stupid TikTok, like everything has just really like unfolded in a way that has just been like, sometimes like I'm like, how did this happen? Like, you know, you wake up and you're like, this is my life now, you know? And, and I'm so grateful to have had all of those things happen. And with such ease, not a lot of like heartache, pain, uh, you know, trauma in relation to it. And so, yeah, I don't know. I pinch myself every day, like just realizing this, this, everything has unfolded the way it needs to. And I think it's just because I trusted myself and like, I, yeah. at the end of the day, that's mm-hmm. what you, that's all you can do is like, trust yourself, know that you're capable, know that you are strong enough to deal with whatever is in front of you. And also ask for help, like reach out to the people who are in your community, whether it's your friends, your family, and don't be afraid to like throw the flag and be like, I'm drowning. Like I need, you don't have to do it all on your own, you know? And I think when people are like, you're a single mom, like you're doing all on your own. I'm like, I'm not like, I have such a supportive, like family, like my work is understanding of my schedule. You have to create craft a life for yourself that supports the lifestyle that you want to live. And I feel like I've done that. And I think it's the only reason I'm able to remain positive and like happy because I've been able to have the privilege of having a life that supports what I need at any given moment. Yeah. 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 And then on the flip side too, like you are a positive and happy person. So like you're giving that energy back to your job. You're giving that energy to your family. So I think it's like putting out what you want to receive into the world as well. And on that note, I would say like everyone needs to go follow Aisha. Like she is such a good follow and like such a fun follow. So positive, such like a happy place on the internet for me. Um, like I always go to them. So you're like, you're high on my algorithm on Instagram and I'm always seeing your stories. So entertaining, so sweet. Violet and Sunny are like some of my favorite characters on my internet. (laughs) Um, tell our followers where to find you. Yep. So I'm on Instagram at it's just, I'm so boring with my like screen names. It's just my name. So it's just Asia Hatter and same on TikTok. So those are my main. Oh my two, God. I'm so two guys. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> such, such strong branding. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But it's scary because then people Google you or you, you'll go to like Google yourself and it's like, you know, people are, it's weird. Like they can find everything about you immediately. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I had like a, just Sarah Smith or something, you know, it's like really hard yeah. to find anything about oh, you. It's like you Google my name and everyone's like, it's like my entire like history of anything that's ever been published about me on the internet. I'm like, okay. It's yeah, fun you when can you're get like away with more. Like, yeah, with your friends, <laughs> but it's like, then you do like work stuff and you're like, oh, I hope no one sees this TikTok of me like ranting about this random thing, you know? So yeah, it can be a little hard no, to I say incognito. I love your stories. Same with, same as Shannon said, you're like high on my algorithm because I Every time I open Instagram, you're first. So I'm I'm always so excited to see your stories. I think you have such a great sense of humor about motherhood and is one of my favorite things. Like, I feel like you truly 
make normal everyday things so hilarious and uh you're truly one of our favorite follows so if you're listening definitely go check out Aisha's pages and follow along with Violet Sunny and you I feel like all three of you are main characters like Sunny is the main character but also Violet's the main character yeah yeah it is like that like there's all that stuff about romanticizing your life, but I feel like what Asia does is like normalize and then make hilarious. Like that's yeah, yeah. what I'm getting from your content is like, it's a bit romanticized, but it's like very real. You know, it's like you and Violet going to the pool, like mm-hmm. eating lunch, playing Play-Doh, but everything is like so sweet and then hilarious. Like it's just so authentic and cool. I love your profile yeah. so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there's something in there for everyone, really. Like if you yeah. like playlists, if you like children, if you like dogs. Music, your- clothes. Yeah. Like- yeah. Like, yeah, there's something in there for everyone, really. So I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming to chat with us. Thank you, Asia. Um, yeah, we've loved having you here. And I'm sure we'll have you back on to talk about yes. some other things. So anytime. Uh, I would love that. You two need to go to the aquarium. Yes, yeah, yeah. on the calendar. I know we've never been to the zoo and uh, now that it's getting cooler, that is on my yeah. radar. I'm like, I need to go. I need to take Alice to the zoo. But oh, also, I, I know you do Disney, but I am going yeah. um, for Violet's birthday next week. Just well, mostly to see Sugar Ray. Violet's birthday is a secondary <laughs> uh, occasion. Like my mom was like, well, that that is on Violet's birthday weekend. I was like, and she loves Sugar Ray. Like, you know, she loves Sugar Ray. And so um, we're going there. But we have I have an annual pass. So if you ever want to go to Disney, like we could do a Disney oh my weekend. Gosh. I also I just got my so convinced my boyfriend to get one, so he's coming with us. So we could always do like a couples thing now. Like I can <gasps> do that kind of stuff now. Wait, I am texting you about this immediately yeah. after this. We, should we do definitely it. have that would to be do so that. Fun. Oh yeah. my gosh, so fun! Cool. We do our Disney again. episode. Maybe we can have you join yeah. our roundtable. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. gonna do like a. Disney episode where we talk about taking kids to Disney. So maybe oh, we can have you back as a, a guest. Lot. Yeah, I can give you some tips of how not okay, to cool. um, <laughs> yeah, have a panic attack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Got to go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.